We are definitely pageant people. <laughs> we love pageants. They're just putting on a show. I already have a million trophies and I want more. Oh. Okay, shake it, shake it out. I'm going to do good. Three songs. You don't own a pair of tennis shoes that are bigger than these. I don't want to start crying yet, you guys. You like this <laughs> She does look grown up, but that's pageant. Hey everybody, welcome back to Blinked and You Missed It. It's the podcast all about uh, obsessions and and things of the past or the present or maybe the future uh, that you might have missed if you blinked. I'm your host, July Diaz, and I'm here with a very special guest, actress, filmmaker, Instagram personality, (laughs) Ella Jenkins. Hello, Ella. Hello. um, Hi. That was a joke, the Instagram personality uh, thing, but I guess you just went with it, July. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, I believe it as it rings true, so that's why I said it. Sure. You know what? I'll accept it. Okay. It's and a modern world we're living in, you know? We're it living, is. We're living on the internet. We're living on the net. We're doing this over the web currently. Yeah. I'm constantly looking at my phone all the time. Yeah, I love looking at my phone so much. I get so happy when I just scroll and scroll. It makes me smile. Yeah, I've actually recently gotten a second phone so that I can just scroll with both hands at the same time. <laughs> That's actually a good idea because you know the left hand can kind of get a little bit, you know, restless if you're just doing the right hand. Right. That way right. you can do a little Twitter, a little Instagram, maybe get a, a third one, get your feet going on Facebook. Well, this is a sort of a, a secret thing I do is I put I sit on my right hand so it gets numb and then it's then I can scroll using the numb hand and I call that one a stranger because it doesn't feel like it's actually me doing it. <laughs> That's the strangest scroll. You mm-hmm. get a different different kind of out of body experience. Yes, but we're not here to talk about scrolling on our no. phones. We're here to talk about uh, a topic you are very obsessed with or was in the past mm. yeah I you know I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with this anymore but uh when I was younger I was definitely pretty passionate about this mm-hmm. uh particular thing it was yeah we don't have to beat around the bush life. you can say what it is <laughs> oh yeah I was just trying to build up a little bit of suspense um okay let's I... keep building it up and let's not <laughs> Let's just talk about it generally and not ever say what it is. I'll I'll leave some clues. You know, I think it's something that, you know, has glitz and glamour and Mm, a little bit of a seedy underside, which I think even from a young age, I was pretty into. Uh, And I'm intrigued as a listener. I'm like, what could this be? Yeah, and you know what it is, and you're still intrigued. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So big but reveal. Before, before we no. before we have the big reveal, I do want to mention the producers are here, Kelly and Kingsley. Mm. Um, they can say hi if they want. Hello, how's it going? They're here in case um, for any corrections or or any that uh, sort of uh, they want to chime in about just to get us uh, correct on what the facts of what we're talking about today. Right. Yeah. This is a topic I think that Callie and Kingsley have done a lot of research into. So, sure. you know, <laughs> it's good to have them on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can give us the big reveal whenever you want. So, Or we can keep pushing it for another couple of minutes. <laughs> 
no no let's you know what let's let's let everyone in on the secret because i don't like people feeling left out you know yeah um and if people don't know the topic will be written out somewhere <laughs> when you click on this to listen to it so don't look at that just click Please. blindly on the no. episode so that, that you're not really giving ruin it. it yeah you don't want to ruin it for yourself um so when i was a child i'd say from around the age age of eight or maybe like maybe seven to ten a short-lived obsession i was pretty obsessed with about three years about three years i was pretty obsessed with baby beauty pageants oh baby beauty pageants and i was just a little bit more than a baby i wasn't a baby um (laughs) but oh boy did i want to be in those baby beauty pageants interesting as a seven through ten year old (laughs) you wanted to be a baby i wanted to be in a baby beauty pageant i wanted to have my mom i think i always wanted my mom to just be one of those like kind of big texas ladies that puts their kids in the pageants um and i grew up in london And what does that sound like what does that sound like yeah one of those big texas ladies what does that sound like sounds like dream mother (laughs) <laughs> okay great i was re- i was hoping maybe you would do an impression of it oh, but you don't have to you don't have to <laughs> i thought it was more like what does that sound like to you no i mean you know the the it's kind of like hey get up on that stage and shake your ass make mama proud <laughs> i told you there was a cd there's wow. a cd underbelly to this topic you know and these texas not... ladies are telling this to babies Yes. These beauty pageants. Yes. And um I watched Toddlers and Tiara's great show. Yes. And that really just opened my eyes to this universe that I had no idea existed. And I had no idea anything similar to that existed. Now I have a question. Mm-hmm. When did you first hear about baby beauty pageants? Was it right on your seventh birthday? <laughs> I feel like it probably was close to I would say it's when I, you know, around seven, because as soon as I found out that it wasn't a slow build of Mm -hmm. obsession, it was pretty immediate. Um, Yes. I really felt like I had a dream early on. That was my dream. That's what I wanted to do. All I wanted was to be up on that stage. So you were sleeping. This sort of came to you in a slumber, this idea of a pageant and a bunch of babies. I think I just really wanted to be beautiful on that stage. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to put on, you know, one of those sparkly little cupcake dresses. And I wanted to, and I, and I would watch toddlers and tiaras and I would watch them get told off, like be like, Oh, like you're not being like sparkly enough. You're not being bubbly enough. And I was like, I could be so sparkly on that stage. Like I think from an early age, I knew I had a big presence on stage. I was aware of that. Really? What did you have stage experience as a as a toddler? I did. I did ballet from the age of two. So I was on. I was oh. right up on the the stage. I was two years old. I was doing my first uh, ballet show. I could okay. really barely walk, but I did learn to walk at nine months. So I was pretty. I was pretty advanced in in terms of that. Wow. So, so yeah. I, my point of reference for ballet is the film Black Swan with mm-hmm. Mila Kunis. It was great film great film uh was ballet like exactly like that for you at age two 
elements of it, honestly. You know, they didn't sugarcoat anything. I think the first ballet school I went to was a little bit more joyful. Um, there was, you know, show in the shows we were dressed up in fun outfits. My first role was a bunny rabbit oh. in Mary Poppins. Um, and, you know, they stuck little tails on us and we got up and we wiggled our little tails for the audience. Um, but then the second ballet school I went to when I turned about, I must have been like three, like four, I would say, when I went to the second one, they actually banned performances of like joyful performances. And the only performances banned. we could do, yeah, she had no shows, no big like, oh, here's the Christmas show. You're all going to do a Christmas dance. There was only exams. What's so a Christmas work. dance? Is it you're dancing around Santa Claus? and Yeah, you could be a dancer just Christmas as a tree. reindeer or a Christmas tree. Exactly. Very cute. And she said no to that. She instead had us train for exams where um, we had to be very precise and accurate from a very young age. And she also banned us from wearing the color pink, which what? for young girls doing ballet, like, you just want to wear a pink tutu. We could only yeah, wear like... That's what I associated uh, unless I'm watching Black Swan. Yeah, we could only wear like royal blue leotards, which were like very like stiff. And um... Interesting. Okay, we, one of the producers wants to chime in. Oh, yeah. I just want to, I just want to acknowledge uh, that Black Swan also does star Natalie Portman, who uh, is an amazing actress. So I don't want the Portman oh, to come yes, at us yes. with an acknowledging her. In that right, movie. right, right. Yes. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, how could I forget? I did have um, sort of a late dinner right next to Natalie Portman at uh, Fred's, what is it, 52, 62? Oh, you know it's 62. It's It's been so long. <laughs> I forget. Shall I, you know the name of Fred 62. Yes, Fred 62's um, had a late dinner there after a wonderful performance a sketch performance i did and it had a I had a mm. prop wings with me from the sketch and she just she was there with her husband i believe her boyfriend and she just kept looking over and wouldn't stop staring at these wings i had in my hand you know why why because she saw you and she was like wow another performer that's what i thought too yeah it's that recognition of like i've been there mm -hmm. i've Worn wings many a time. Yeah. As she slurped up her chili bowl or whatever she was eating. Yeah. I bet she got the $12 vegan milkshake. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. But or enough about that. Yeah, um, no, go, no. I could guess all day. I have a question. What made you fall in love with baby beauty pageants? Was it toddler and tiaras? Yeah, I think that was probably the first time I really saw it. I think... It was just, I remember seeing, like, it must have been Toddlers and Tiara. I don't know, even know. Or just, like, it being in the news. It was always in the news for, like, mm. you know, there was, unfortunately, uh, John Benet Ramsey was a little girl who was kidnapped, um, unfortunately. So right. when that was, that was in the news, I think, that was a while ago. But, you know, it's just, like, on the, on the, in the zeitgeist. Is that the correct way to use that word? Zeitgeist. Yes, yes. Yeah, so... And I think I, as a child, like, was just always so desperate to be on stage and performing. Mm -hmm. um, 
that it really I really felt it deep down like sometimes it would really upset me because I would just be trying to watch Barney when I was younger and enjoying it and I felt this like deep need inside me to uh-huh. replace the children on screen like I needed to be all of the children yeah I just needed to be I wanted to be so you wanted it to show. be Barney and then multiple you multiple little Ellas yeah running around singing the songs so I think I would watch right clone yeah. Barney clone clone time Barney clone edition <laughs> uh so I yeah I really just wanted to I wanted to be on the stage and I saw beauty pageants and I saw how like how glamorous and how much attention those kids were getting yeah like that's yeah, they and get it on filled stage. you with rage didn't it <laughs> it filled me with jealousy honestly jealousy yes yeah, I, I was so like jealous I want to be kids. up there yeah and the kids never look happy because I think most kids don't enjoy it because they're forced to do it mm-hmm. but and I think that kind of annoyed me because I was like you don't understand how good you have it being on this stage right and then my mom would also always tell me growing up she would talk to me about Justin Timberlake and she would talk to me about how he started Mickey Mouse in the baby beauty pageants before that he was oh really he was a in pageants before Mickey Mouse Club yeah so I felt like from such a young age that that was my you know stepping stone into Hollywood is that how you made it out to Hollywood initially with the dreams of getting into baby beauty pageants even as an adult no because you know what that's the tragic thing is once you miss it you miss it you can't go back I could never be the star of a baby beauty pageant Uh, I beg to differ I I feel like maybe you could you think I could I mean isn't pen 15 all about that maybe you can pen 15 your way into a baby beauty pageant that's true that's not a bad idea. That could be my next project is, you know, Pen15 Beauty Pageant Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might actually cut that out and save that for myself. Really? <laughs> it's a really good idea. Right. Starring me, of course. I'd like to. Yes, yes. Myself. It's starring you. Yes. Yeah. But I don't want anybody else to steal the idea. Listen. No. Okay. So, yeah, cut that out. Don't yeah. let anyone steal our ideas because you know what? It's happened to me before. Yeah, I should we cut out the John Bonet Ramsey stuff too? No, people need to know. Okay, what separates baby beauty pageants from, mm. let's say, teenage pageants or, or like the Miss America pageants? Uh, what are what's so special about the baby beauty pageants? I think it's funny seeing tiny kids with a lot of makeup on. They look so funny. Sure, sure. Um, once you get into like you know grown-up pageants it's like a human wearing a sweater is just a human wearing a sweater it can be fun it's great yeah. but when you see a dog wearing a sweater that's a, that's amazing that's adorable it's adorable that's great. yeah little cutie pie what kind of dog are we talking about oh, we, weenie little, dog we, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> little wiener dog little wiener dog <laughs> has to be a long sweater oh I, i'm picturing so like a like a bright red, really fuzzy cardigan. Oh, a cardigan with the little buttons on. Yes. And it, there's that. buttons on on the bottom and the top. Yeah. Because you might see not you might miss the under buttons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has a little top hat as well. Yeah. But you put that on a human, very average. 
Very no average. Wants, yeah, no yeah. one wants to talk about that. Top hat with a cardigan. That's what I'm wearing on a Tuesday. You know, I'm just having a little sip of my water. Okay, we'll take a break to <laughs> let Ella drink from her water bottle. Taking a water break. <laughs> now yeah. I have a final question for you, Ella. Yes. Why do you think no one is talking about baby beauty pageants today? Do you f- or do you feel like mm. they are? You know, I have a feeling that there is some kind of, you know, corrupt stuff going on there. People mm. don't really want to think about little little girls being too sexy these days, you know? Um, people don't want to think about that? I don't think people do want to think about that. I and agree. you know what? I agree. If, if they do, I don't think they want people to know they're thinking about it. <laughs> right. They want to keep it secret. They want to keep it secret. So I think Those that... crazed, crazed people. Yeah. And you know... I think a lot of the girls and boys, Justin Timberlake, maybe Mm -hmm. don't enjoy it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe what they need to do is just ship a bunch of kids over from London who didn't get the opportunity to be in the beauty pageants in London. You could ship them over. They can, uh, they'll go into it with a lot of enthusiasm like I had for it. Because you know, I never, I never got to do it. I never got the opportunity. There wasn't any opportunity for me to do it where I was from. Okay, um, I lied. I have another question. So, um, this yeah, might be I have a, more to say. This might be a deep personal question, and you can refuse to answer it. Mm. Um, sort of a two-parter. Yeah. Uh, if you plan to have children, will you have them be in baby beauty pageants? I think only if they want to. Because mm. I really wanted to do it. So I think it would have been okay. I don't think you should force your kid to do that. I yeah. think there are things you should you force You wouldn't want to live through them. I never got to do this. No, because I think I would be too... I would wish I was in their shoes too much. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think... I and think, they're too small for you to wear. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could wear those tiny little shoes, is what I would think. Yeah. Um... No, I think that there are things, I think if you're going to force your child to do something like dance or gymnastics or something is like, that's probably better than the pageants. I think unless your child has a real desire to do it, because there's not Mm -hmm. really that much skill to it. They're not really going to learn much. So unless they're like a natural attention seeking child that just wants to dress up and put on the makeup, don't do it. But if you got a little... I mean, when I was a kid, I just used to like stop everyone in the store and I would just stand there and like tap dance and sing for everyone. Everybody in the store? <laughs> yeah. I remember How my long mom were used these to... <laughs> visits to the market. We used to go we used to go to the mall and I remember this one store specifically, which was like a Spencer's kind of health... gifts. It was UK. it was it was Holland and Barrett, which is like oh, a okay. like they sell like seeds and nuts and like kind of natural things that was in the mall mm-hmm. and I would like I have this distinct memory of like making eyes with like the cashier as my mom was paying and like just like looking at everyone and then just like starting to sing and like perform for everyone and doing my little tap dance and um what would you sing I was really into the sound of music and Barney so probably something from oh, okay from those I love uh, you you love me yeah I loved that song I had a stuffed Barney that sang that 
and we've spoken a lot about Barney I wonder if like seeing a lot of those kids on TV really is what made me want to become a performer or maybe it was just a natural thing inside me yeah Um, when I would watch Barney I was like I just want to be that purple dinosaur right that's I never thought about that because his face was covered I can I can see you as you as a Barney July oh thank you thank you so much (laughs) Uh, and with that compliment that's where we'll say goodbye okay Ella do you have anything to plug sure please go to my Instagram click on the link in my bio watch my latest short film a uh it's an ode to the late oil can harry's club it's fully improvised and um i think if you're nostalgic for disco and dancing and fun which we have been able to do a little bit more of now but mm-hmm. i don't know how long that will last then you know check it out i'd also like to plug july uh <laughs> as the first as kind of a therapist because you know therapy is expensive we don't all have access to that I think you could come on this podcast and really work out you know your early childhood feelings wow, I really that's feel high like praise I... thank you for the plug um calling me sort of a therapist I am unlicensed I mean there are a lot yeah. of people practicing different things who are unlicensed and I think that's okay okay I don't agree with that but um <laughs> Uh, what do I want to plug? Uh, nothing. Uh, you can't find me online. I'm very busy. I'm a very busy man uh, helping others, uh, like Ella was mentioning, and doing this show. And um, Ella, thanks again for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, and thanks for the great conversation. It's my first conversation of the day, so. Wow. Yeah. And it's uh, for the listener, it's 9 o'clock at night. And with that, thanks for listening. Good night. Peace out.